The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So wonderful to be with you all. Um, It was really nice to sit in the pouring rain and just notice that I'm going to start to uh, lightening up slightly where I am. So today, I brought yet another practice skill to share. And this is um, practicing with felt sense. You've heard me a lot (laughs) using this phrase um, this last few days uh, repeatedly. When I first heard this phrase repeatedly on a retreat some years ago that are offered by uh, the teacher Philip Moffat, and he would use this again and again, um, at some point I thought to myself, wow, he really meant it. (laughs) So... Uh, you've been hearing me saying this phrase again and again, and I'll say that I really mean it, uh, practicing with the felt sense. So why am I emphasizing a lot um, this practicing with the felt sense is based on a recognition, I think of many teachers um, or practitioners would recognize at some point that um, we often practice mindfulness and practice meditation from a very head-centered orientation. We lead our uh, our meditation uh, from concepts, ideas, beliefs that we have. Uh, we think we're supposed to uh, be with the breath, And then we just kind of manage and direct somehow um, from a very conceptual framework. Gil sometimes will use this phrase that, uh, or this, uh, say this, and that we tended to have a control tower approach uh, in our meditation. And I resonated with that a lot. Um, I know for myself, and the first, Probably one of the first major breakthrough of my meditation is to come to awareness that um, I was really shoehorning my breath into the way that I thought it was supposed to be, using my mind, using my head. And I was doing it so much from this control tower that I was literally suffocating myself. It was not until I recognized that that was happening and all of a sudden something happened. I realized, oh, this doesn't work. I have to let loose of this control tower approach or practicing from this conceptual framework. So that opened a whole new gradual training, a gradual learning 
to let loose um, of this orientation of a practicing. And I think I am not particularly unique. Uh, many people have um, uh, come to recognition that this was kind of a deeply rooted tendency in us. Uh, Philip, in one of his books, uh, spoke about um, uh, the effect of a practicing um, or importance of a practicing with a felt sense. And I want to read uh, this little portion here. And so he said, learning to access the felt sense of the larger dimensionality of a body and mind, such that you're able to disengage from deep-seated habits of viewing yourself and the world strictly in concepts. You may not even realize how much of your inner experience, even in meditation, is based on conceptualizing, such that your thinking mind is acting as a filter between your perceived and your actual experience. Um, this is a really deep-rooted force and tendency. Um, we human beings kind of learned this mode of operating from very young. So it's not a mistake and that somehow we're operating in this way, even when we come to meditation. And yet there is a cost when we uh, live uh, in the world of concepts and ideas. We want to recognize that the thinking, logics, uh, a conceptualization is one aspect of being human. But there is also a broader dimension of being human that is not boxed up only by concepts and ideas. So when we're strictly living through our um, uh, ideas and beliefs, we can be at odds with our actual experience. And the concepts and ideas can last for a long time. But the actual experiences of what the concepts are pointing to may be changing very rapidly. And so, for example, uh, the idea that I am an angry person, that's an idea. It can last for a long time, maybe for sometimes a lifetime. You know, we kind of identify by that. But in reality, that's not even possible. We can't be angry at all the time. That's not possible. And our system is not functioning like that. But we can lock ourselves um, by the boxes of the ideas. And so that's a form of imprisonment. Uh, it's dukkha, you know, opposite of a freedom. And so um, learning to uh, practice with this um, felt sense way 
Yes, a wonderful approach to unwind this kind of conditioning that we view or relate to the world、uh, through conceptual frameworks. And so we're cultivating practicing with a felt sense, and that allow us to gradually come in harmony with the reality of our experiences, or in the Dharma phrase, or come in harmony with the way things are, rather than trying to shoehorn the reality into the boxes of our ideas. So, how do we do that、uh, in our guided meditation?、Um, in the way we're kind of already doing it,、um, we can become available. To what's here, and there is a kind of a deep trust in this inner capacity of being human that can feel our way, can sense our way, and this is a kind of a primal capacity in us.、Um, even right now, for example, as we sit here, maybe listening to the words, if you just pause. Take a moment to feel and sense what's here, what's happening. For me, I immediately know there is a felt sense, even though I may not necessarily have a words for them. I may not be able to describe it right away, but it doesn't trump the reality of feeling something and sensing something. And sometimes the clear recognition can come forth as I'm staying with the felt sense. And so, from the perspective of our practice, it's totally okay and valid for us to just feel and sense without the necessities of immediately trying to describe. What is happening? And as the recognition comes forth, let it be. Sometimes the recognition can come forth with、uh, images, sometimes words,、uh, sometimes visuals.、And、that's all valid, and this form of recognition. Is a natural emergence, a kind of bubbling up from the depth of our being, from the reality of our experience, instead of a top-down, you know, kind of a we're imposing something on our experience. So you can see see the difference here, right? And as we practice this way, what can happen is. We're dropping out of directing our meditation. We're letting the way things be, letting the way things are, to be what it is. And as we drop below a sort of abstract thinking mind,、um, things can get rather simple and direct. We're less caught up by 
the stories of our experience. A lot of a wanting mind and not wanting mind tends to come from the conceptual stories that we have. And so um, it's actually uh, more conducive for us to get collected, unified, composed. And another way of saying that is it's conducive to samadhi. Or, or a wealth of inner beauty, like a delight, happiness, an easefulness, tranquility. And as we stay in this territory, what can also happen is our knowing, our awareness can become more clear because we're less jammed up by uh, the rapid thinking or storytelling. And so as we stay in this felt sense, things become more and more clear. We can allow more intuitive kind of knowing to surface, to bubble up. And so in this way, felt sense is also conducive uh, to insights more intuitive kind of a knowing. And so my invitation for the rest of the day um, is, um, if you wish, maybe exploring, feeling, and sensing um, uh, the way uh, that you're going about your life. And uh, without necessarily making the conceptualizing and, and, and cognizing a problem, or simply recognizing that uh, we're opening to a broader perspective of being human and allow all of those dimensions to come alive. And so may you open to all these different dimensions of being human. And so thank you for your attention. May our practice benefit ourselves and benefit the 